All right, welcome back to the Friday Night Podcast for Friday, April 28th, 2023. Um, over the past two weeks, what has happened for me? Um, let's try and uh, keep this short, you know. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, uni kicked off. So that is, I don't know, that happened, and um, I finally started reading books. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking, guys. I, I really have finally started reading books and enjoying them. Uh, I, I am enjoying them very much. Um... And, uh, yeah, that's, that's that. Now, what have, have I been reading? You know, that perhaps is the, um, next question. And, um, now let me actually do, I just saw some stuff. Uh, don't want to talk about it though. No, that, that's not the mood I want this podcast to be um, in. And, uh, yeah, so I, I've been reading. <laughs> First of all, I've been buying a bunch of books, which is, uh, I've been buying. I, I Well, I bought a bunch of books. That should keep me occupied for, like, the next... I don't know, for the next six, seven, eight, nine months, perhaps, if I keep reading at the pace w- which I'm reading at. I I bought 12 books in total, two of them I've already read. I wanted to start off easy, just have some nostalgic stuff, so I did by those uh, two nostalgic books which are Diary of a Wimpy Kid in Germany uh, German is called Greg's Tagebuch yeah Greg's Diary basically um I remember reading them um or at least two I think I read like one and six I think I think I read the sixth one first because I had just found it at the library way back in the day, right? When I was in like, I don't know, seventh grade maybe or sixth grade or eighth grade. I don't know. Uh, but I remember liking it a lot and then I wanted to like read all of them. So I, I started at one, but I just didn't continue after one, I guess. Yeah, did I even finish all of the first uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid I don't know but this time I bought it in in English obviously Uh, that's pretty cool actually every single one of the 12 books that I bought is in English the other one uh, also one from my childhood that I have nostalgia for this time in English which they're usually not in English but it's the Lustiges Taschenbuch yeah that's right it's the Mickey Mouse Donald Duck comics and 
um, it's the English edition, which there's exactly one of on uh, Kindle as an ebook. I only bought ebooks. Uh, all twelve of them are ebooks, and um, you know, Diary of a Wimpy Kid was uh, was all right, but it wasn't as awesome as I remembered it to be. And Lustig Assassinbuch, you know, the Mickey Mouse and Friends comic, basically. Uh, not the greatest story lines that we ha uh, that are in that book. Uh, it was it was okay. Uh, as far as the, the diary of a wimpy kid and this Mickey Mouse book, will I continue reading them? Most likely not. I don't really see a reason to do that. So, anyways, I, I've been I, I just went back to watching a little bit of Don Rickles, and, and that really got me in the mood to some more Don Rickles. So, I also bought two. Uh, well, Don Rickles' two books, which are Rickles' book, uh, memoir, and um, Rickles' letters. Those two books, Rickles' book, that's the first one that he wrote with uh, David Ritz, uh, or, or Riz. Um, and the second one is Rickles' letters, which I haven't read yet. And Rickles' book, I've read, I'm halfway through that. And I think I'll be done with it by the end of the weekend, I think. And then I'll move on to Rickles' Letters. Then the other eight books that I have... Um, I'm, tr I'm trying to think which one I'd start with. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. Well, I definitely start off with Cheat, A Man's Guide to Infidelity, which is a book by Bill Burr, Joe DeRosa, and Robert Kelly. Three comedians. They also have a short film, which I have already seen on YouTube. Um, but there's a actual an actual book out there with... with a lot more content in there and I just I really think that that's uh, I think that could be such a funny book and fun book to read then I also have uh, four Star Wars the Old Republic books put into one and those are the Old Republic uh, books are called uh, Fatal Alliance, Deceived, Revan, and Annihilation. Those are the four. And uh, yeah, obviously excited to read them. And I also have three, all three Timothy Zahn Star Wars Thrawn Alliances books. I already read the the Star Wars Thrawn comic book. I read it like, uh, but over a year ago, almost one and a half years ago, I think it must have been, back when I read a bunch of comic books on Marvel Unlimited, which is quite the 
the awesome subscription service. So yeah, those are all 12 books that I bought. And um, I also have some other books that I'm very interested in. And why not? I'll just tell you which ones those would uh, those are. Uh, well, there's a funny little book that my mom actually has. Um, it's a German book by the Turkish author, um, or German-Turkish author, Os Osman Engin. Uh, it's called Liba Onkel Ömer, Briefe aus Alemannia. Uh, it's a German book, Dear Uncle Ömer, you know, uh, letters f uh, from Almania. Uh, Germany <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's basically what it is I remember because my mom actually has it as a proper book so I wouldn't have to buy it as an ebook as an ebook it costs eight bucks you know that's not a ridiculous the high amount of money uh, for a book but you know if, I, if we already have it I might as well read it um, but anyways, so I remember reading it a bit and actually finding it really funny and interesting. Uh, now this was years ago that I, that I read some of it, but I never read the entire book and I just think it's, I think that would be a pretty, uh, fun little book to read. Like I said, German book, another German book I really, really want to read actually, and where I basically like, that I glimpsed. I took a glimpse at it, I read like the first page, uh, is the Karl Benz Autobiography, Lebensfahrt eines Deutschen Erfinders. Um, also German book, obviously, it's an autobiography, Seem it seems like it was writ actually written by um, Karl Benz, who's obviously the man, the visionary, the pioneer who came up and with and built the first automobile in history and that obviously was in the year 1886 though uh, for some reason in the description on amazon it says 1895 but that's not true maybe in 1895 i guess um it came out like properly came out in 1895 but I always was under the impression that it came out in 1886 um, I don't know why the um, uh, the, the reviews aren't better 3.8 out of 5 stars hmm I don't know but um Sounds very interesting to me, and uh, that would just be awesome to go back to the to where it all started with the car, the first car ever, right? Then the other books are uh, Trump, the Art of the Deal, written by Donald Trump with Tony Schwartz, and Trump: How to Get Rich. Uh, I'm just very interested in kind of finding more about Donald Trump and I've done more and more and more research on him um, and you guys know I really wasn't a Trump fan at all but I have uh, 
I, I don't think he's a, a terrible politician anymore. You know? No, I don't think so. Because I, I, I just look at the way he handled other countries. His foreign policies were way better than Biden's are. I mean, look at look at what Biden look at Biden's relationship with uh, Xi Jinping. You know, China's um, uh, leader. It's terrible. Look at Biden's relationship with Putin, Russian Russia's leader. Ter it's terrible. Look at Biden's relationship with Kim Jong Un. It's terrible. North Korea. Well, guess what? Donald Trump was great with all of them. And um, what's crazy is that the country seems even more divided now with um, Biden as the president than it was when it was with Trump. And with Trump, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. There was clear division in the country. He did not manage to unify America or unite America. But it got even worse under Biden. And... Um, just the push for, I, in general, just have it being so left-leaning, it's, it's gone too far to the left, in my opinion. It needs to go back to the middle so that both sides are, you know, receive roughly equal benefit from the laws and the bills passed um, by the government. And uh, that both sides, if they get upset, they get roughly equally upset <laughs> with the government. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it, it's important to bring back that normality uh, that, that is really missing. And I, I just... Yeah, you just see... About, like it, it was really interesting when when Trump was president, you could criticize him for a lot of things. Rightfully so, you could criticize him for a lot of things. You know, for instance, back back when he didn't recognize COVID as the virus, um, that was a took him an awfully long time to finally recognize it as such. Um, now you know that that was a bit strange and but yeah it was a bit strange the way he handled that but it, it, uh, the, what I'm trying to say is when he was president you could you could criticize him for the things he did as a president well now but since Biden is president we, we can criticize him for what he's doing uh, as a president now that he is that too so, and then we can compare uh, how they, well, it's a bit difficult to compare naturally because they're going through different phases and different times. and But still, you can see just the way, it, it doesn't seem to me that Biden is very good with foreign leaders at all. And it, it, Biden doesn't strike me as a as a president, and I never viewed him as that. I I, I don't look at him as a 
it doesn't look like he's calling the shots. And you could say that maybe in general with the government, that the president is never the one calling the shots and that it's perhaps the bankers and all the other hidden people that you don't see. Uh, some would call that a conspiracy. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I, I certainly think that there's players involved that have a lot of power that we just don't see. Like in boxing, for instance, Al Heyman... He's uh, like boxing's biggest promoter, I would say. And you don't see him at all. There's only like three pictures of him, like uh, roughly, on the internet. He doesn't give any interviews. He doesn't talk. He's not in the limelight. And only the fighters get to know him. But w even in today's modern age, where everybody's recording everything and having a phone and all that, filming this, filming that, the guy seems to be just untouched and untouchable, uh, which is, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't necessarily think that that was possible, especially not in, a box, in the entertainment business, such as boxing. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it's just... Um... Yeah, and I just want to read some stuff about it because I'm interested in kind of seeing what he has to say. I want to know. I want to know. I want to learn. And um, maybe he has some good things to say. I do think he's an interesting individual. I think he has an interesting life story, certainly. I know it would just be awesome, I think, to read uh, just all of that. And uh, I, like I said, I am very interested. Then I also uh, am interested in reading the book Quentin Tarantino's Cinema Speculation, which seems to be a bit of an autobiography, maybe, by Quentin Tarantino, written by him. I'm a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. He's one of my top three favorite directors of all time. Um... Love, love, love Tarantino. Love him. Love his movies. His personality is fun too. He's a crazy guy. He sure is. But um, his talent and his love for the art, is un they're undeniable. He is one of the all-time greats. And when you make movies like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, uh, Kill Bill, uh, Inglourious Bastards, and Django Unchained, I mean, come on. The Hateful Eight. Those are some exceptional movies. You know. Oh, let, let me mention the other two, too. Uh, um, the the uh, Death Proof and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's his entire filmography. And his supposedly final film. Yeah, now it seems more... Uh, yeah, this might be his final film. Uh, I don't know, we don't know when it's coming out, but I am super excited for whatever that's going to be. I cannot wait to watch that. And uh, yeah, Quentin Tarantino, I'm interested in uh, reading about his life. I think that would be a lot of fun. Then another book is a Star Wars book, another Star Wars book, that's right. 
It's called Star Wars Darth Plagueis by James Lucino, The Essential Legends Collection. I believe that book has around 900 pages, which is pretty insane. I don't know why you would want to write for that long. Uh, no, sorry, 498. Okay, that's a little better. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought one of the... Oh, wait, no. Uh, oh, I think we'll reach the 900-page uh, book, uh, book in just a second. Then... Uh, what else do I want to read? I also want to read Steve Har uh, Steve Harvey's three books. Because uh, I'm a fan of Steve Harvey, so why not? Uh, first one is... <laughs> this is actually more of a book oriented towards women. But I don't care, I'm a fan of Steve Harvey. And that's why I... That's the only reason why I'm going to read it. Otherwise, I'd never read it. I just love Steve Harvey, so... And I'm interested in the kind of advice that he, he would give uh, a lady in, in terms of her relationships and all that. So yeah, a shout out to Steve Harvey. Also watch his interview. I watched his interview with Shannon Sharp. Loved it. It's two hours long. I truly recommend watching all of it. He Steve Harvey basically goes through his entire life how he was an absolute... I don't know, failure or loser or just didn't have it together and he was really failing at life, I guess. And he was really at the bottom, homeless and all that, you know, living in his car to being an absolute, well, I guess perhaps even global sensation uh, making, yeah, I, I would say hundreds of millions of dollars. And I just, uh, that interview was so good. And Shannon Sharp might actually be the best interview out there. I, he might, well, I don't know. That best is difficult to say, but he might be my favorite one, actually. I, I think so. Um, then the other Steve Harvey book, the second one is called Act Like a Success, Think Like a Success. And finally, the third one, Steve Harvey, Jump! Take the leap of faith to achieve your life of abundance. Now, three more books and then... No, four more books. <laughs> four more books and then we're done. Uh, I'll get this one out of the way first. It's called Sophie's Welt's Roman über die Geschichte der Philosophie by Jos Jostein Gada. Uh, I'll translate it. Sophie's World, um, a novel about the... Or, wait, Roman? Roman? Freaking book about the history of uh, philosophy. Um, now, this was recommended, apparently, as just uh, one of those books to read. Uh, it sounded a bit interesting to me, so I was like, all right, I'll check it out. I don't know whether I'm going to buy it. I, I just want to check it out. Now the final three books. Back to the English books. We have two Stephen King books. And um, one... Well, we'll talk about the, the, the other one. Uh, the first one uh, that I'll mention is called... It's not a big book, I think. Let me... 
Yeah, this one should be a bit of a short story. 130 pages. It's called Rita, Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption, which obviously was the inspiration for The Shawshank Redemption, the movie, which is one of the greatest films ever made, directed by Frank, Frank Darabont. The other Stephen King book I have in there is The Green Mile, also one of the greatest films ever made. And um, that, I think, is the one with 900? No, 548 pages. Um, yeah, that's a book I want to read. And the movie also directed by uh, Frank Darabont. In my opinion, The Green Mile is a perfect movie. A 10 out of 10 film indeed. But then finally, I want to read. I have to. <laughs> um, Mario Puzo's The Godfather. I want to read the book. And that one has 610 pages. Those are some big books, man. Some very large books. Apparently, there's like four books. Is that all uh, f connected to The Godfather? Because I'm really not sure about this. There's also The Sicilian by Maru Mario Puzo. There's Omerta, and there's uh, The Fortunate Pilgrim, all four of them written by Mario Puzo. I don't know. Um, but whatever, I, I want to read The Godfather for sure, and I'll look at the other ones probably as well. But there's so many books to read. I mean, this is probably more like the far future. Well, the uh, some of these books that I've just mentioned, like books that I'd read in like a year earliest, maybe longer than that. There's a good chance that it's gonna be longer than that. But it kind of gives me a bit of an outline or whatever. Final thing I want to talk about: my opinion on the movie Dune has completely changed after rewatching it on Sunday. I really, when I watched the film one and a half years ago in the movie theater with my best friend, I really didn't like it. I almost, like, hated it. It really upset me just the thinking about, like, thinking back to the film. I got upset. And then I watched it on Sunday, and I freaking loved it. That's right, I loved it. Not just liked it, no, I loved it. I thought it was a, gr a really good movie. And now all of a sudden, from not being excited for the second Dune film at all, now I am really quite excited. Um, and I have high hopes for that film, for sure I do. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just very interesting how and funny how all of a sudden your opinion on something, it doesn't have to be a movie, but on something, can completely change once you... Um, revisit it and also it's like with a person if you have a, the first impression of a person you might really like that person or not like that person whatsoever but once you get to know them and talk to that person properly then you know your opinion might completely completely shift so that is very very interesting indeed and I think that's it. That's it. You know, kept it kept it nice and tidy. This podcast today, right? 
and uh, half an hour almost done. It's been a, quite a bit of rain here in Germany. Yeah, and um, I don't really have much to, else to say. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, oh yeah, everybody, uh, please stay safe, take care, and wear a condom.